You are very welcome back to part two of our little session, of our little road trip. And in the first half, we asked questions like, do the elite have the right to control the earth? We asked questions about the versions of the human form that were created. We asked about our DNA being activated. And we asked about the stone of destiny and royalty, royal families, and all of that. Now, in this session, we cover, is the true human sacred? Are we true humans? Do we have the ability to free ourselves out of slavery? Is there a real God inside us? Can that God be removed? Is polarization in our Kundalini? Is good magic bad? And so on. Various questions. We thank you for bearing with us. Have a listen. It's a short little video here on a road trip that we did shortly after the eclipse and some very interesting outcomes. Thank you. I also had an experience of actually painting that royal lineage. And it came through a person whose name was King, K-I-N-G. And they asked me to do an ancestral healing picture of their name. So the finished image was really interesting. And I know it's difficult to picture this in your own minds, but if you can imagine two ladders that are crossed to form a cross. So there's one ladder that's vertical and the other ladder is across the way, forming a perfect square in the center. And it's also forming a perfect equal arm cross. So that has its own significance because it's to do with the ecliptic, it's to do with creation and all of that. And the cross with holiness and reverence and sanctity and, and spirituality. But the ladder signified the downstepping of information, the downstepping of knowledge to the human. And that was the job of the king or the queen, or both. It was their job to downstep sacred knowledge for the benefit of everybody. And that's where the distortion started, because they took on this belief that their job was to control and dominate Dominus, the Sunday, the, the, the control, the power of the life-giving sun. So their they felt their job was to rule, whereas their actual job was to downstep information. They were the ones that were most closely connected, and that's where the name king comes from. But why is all this important? We believe it's very important because it's connected to the information that we got when we were doing a sacred earth water from the eclipse that happened in August 2017. And we did do a separate little podcast about that. So do search for that because there's very valuable information in there about the significance of that eclipse and what it actually means on a deeper esoteric level. But the good news is that while all this might seem detrimental and a lost cause, as it were, or hopeless, the fact is, as Angel Rose pointed out, we do have this potential in us. We do have the so-called junk DNA that is actually being activated. And that, when activated, gives us those God-like qualities, gives us... Now, when we say God here, please, folks, let's understand, we are talking about the Anunnaki gods, we're talking about the earth gods, we're talking about God with the small g, because the universal God, Angel Rose made a, a remark there earlier on where she said that that's not from a loving God. There is an overarching loving God of all creation, but downstepped into the level of the earth and downstepped to the level of the 
third dimension and the fourth dimension, we are talking about physicality. And a lot of that has been created by gods with a small g. So we need to keep that in mind and understand our position in the whole thing. But the good news is that we do have those qualities of creation, of manifestation. We do have the ability to rise out of that slave mentality. We do have the ability to be able to clear ourselves of this power and control structure. We do have the ability to say no to injustice. And we do have inherent in us this amazing quality of sovereignty. And you may have heard us speaking about sovereignty before, but that's our rightful inheritance is the sovereignty, which means that we are sovereign beings in our own right. We're finding it now with the activations from the sun. We're finding it with various energies that were released at the time of 2012. We're finding it almost every sunrise brings us new opportunities. But at the same time in the polarized world, we are getting the same power and control issues like, like the, the, the venomous snake raising its head, the threat of nuclear war constantly. But the sovereignty that's inherent in us and that spirituality that is inherent and built into us allows us to be able to put that in its place and know that we are invincible. This is the beautiful message and the highest heroic outcome for all of us. I'll just add to that, that everybody does have an inner desire for freedom. It's that, that urge that makes you restless, that makes you want to push through limitations, that makes you say, okay, the way I'm living is not all right with me, or I want, you know, I need more, there's more. Okay, well, what is that more? That more is, is that inside your own physical body, you do have the nature of the real God in there. So despite the different planes of existence and the densification of species, you cannot get rid of the inherent life force that is God, that is creation. And we've talked about this before when you see orchids growing out of rocks or you see roots of trees clinging to the sides of cliff and the tree is surviving or we've talked about, you know, we're in a lot of forest fires right now, Ahano, all along the West Coast. But you come back in five or six years and you're going to see green growth in there. You're going to see new trees, seedlings in there. Life pushes through all obstacles. Or the other analogy is beyond every cloudy sky is the blue sky. And the blue sky is the constant. It doesn't ever change. That's like the real, the real God force energy is constant. It can be clouded by all kinds of things. It can be temporarily look like it's been destroyed, but it isn't destroyed because life always pushes through. And I think for ourselves too, because so many people today are struggling and, uh, you know, we've talked about the suicide epidemic before, for example, and how people feel they can't handle the stresses that are going on in this world. What we're looking at is this polarization that's actually in the Kundalini. It's a polarization of forces. And now they're becoming more and more extreme. And we're, we're stretching, we're being stretched like a rubber band. And some people feel they just can't handle that. And they're taking themselves out or they're creating illnesses that take them out. But I think if we could remember 
that inherent in your body, and again, this is coming full circle with the distractions that those control elite try to do in terms of keeping us interested in everything but our inner self. Meanwhile, they will use their own black magic power rituals to influence large populations of people in the world and then tell us, on the other hand, that all magic is bad. Okay, anything they can do to keep us from realizing that we do have control over our inner nature, we can ascend, there is an ascension process that purifies that kundalini and raises it to the pineal gland where you have true enlightenment and it literally changes the chemistry of your body. And people get so distracted with outside things that they don't take time to even look within. And this is the big distraction. This is the big, you know, we look at the children today and and in defense of the children of today, I will say that every generation parents never agree with what the new generation is doing. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, it was the Beatles and it was the monkeys and my father hated that music. And oh my God, that long hair was the worst thing ever. And here we all are, right? And then we had the the hippie movement, you know, we had all kinds of drugs and sex and pot and flower power and all of that, you know, and that was an abomination as well. And now we have this technology with it, you know, we've seen it in our granddaughter. She's always on her iPhone, you know, it's making videos, it's music and in the music and the words of the music today, you and I listen to them with her and we think, oh my God, how destructive are those words if they would only realize it. But somehow we all survive those stages And so there is a part of me that thinks, okay, what these kids are doing is some evolution to something too. And maybe, I think what I notice about them is how fast their minds think these days where there was a time, I I mean, I couldn't understand what they can understand today and they just get technology. So is it an evolution toward a destruction or is it an evolution toward a higher consciousness of some type Are they going more toward becoming artificial humans or are they going to end up with some big realization out of it? Maybe both, maybe both. But I think that the truth is, is there is an inherent desire inside ourselves encoded in our bodies where we want a union with with a God nature. We want it. And unfortunately, too many people are doing external things to try to fill that and they'll never, it'll never be the answer because it's not fulfilling. Anything external can only be temporary at best. And that's not to say external things are bad. It's just don't deceive yourself in thinking that it's going to get you your enlightenment that you're looking for. Because the only thing that makes us happy is when we are in a loving space. And we know we're loved and we love other people and things flow that way. So in coming back to our conversation today about the royal families and this and that, yes, they are genetically different because of the mating of the Nephilim with the daughters of men. They do have different genetics. However, they aren't necessarily any more enlightened than you and me, Ahano, in terms of achieving God consciousness. In fact, the way they're using that lineage is definitely not enlightened. Because of that, 
we have to put in perspective how much power do they really have because consciousness is really the thing that has the power. You know, I posted a thing on Facebook the other day because all of a sudden it real I, it dawned on me when it should have dawned on me a long time before now with all the fires that are going on is why don't we collectively visualize a perfect rain? And when I say a perfect rain, what I mean by that is not a flooding rain, not a hurricane rain, a perfect rain that would come across the West Coast and quench these fires. Because my thought was, whether these storms are earth changes or they're genetically engineered, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't change the fact that our collective consciousness can visualize rain falling and that we can do that. We can actually cause rain to fall because we're in a world of consciousness. So why don't we use our collective power to visualize a perfect rain, just like on the the other coast, why can't we visualize a diminishing effect of a hurricane that's going to come in and destroy thousands of people's homes? Okay, we can. And I think we just all feel that we're at the mercy of these other forces. We're still in the slave mentality where we don't have power. And that isn't true. That's not true. You know, I got a great response to that little Facebook post where I had so many people write back and say, thanks for reminding me, I'm doing it, you know. And today we wake up, and even though we don't have rain, we do have less smoke in the sky. We can actually see the sky today for the first time in a couple weeks. So already things are shifting, but I make the point to say that these elite on a consciousness level, do not have any more power than we do. We're just so programmed to think that we are the working class and they are the elite, and that's what they wanted us to think. And yes, that's how Enki created us back in the day, but with DNA strands that are still in there, they're still in there to be activated, they are being activated, despite the elite's effort to suppress it all. So... I think there is hope for humanity if we can get our wits about us, Ahano, and start going within a little bit more and focusing on our own activation and our own inner nature and stop relying so much on outer people to do it for us. What do you have to say? Well, I have to say that we're going to leave it there for the moment. That has been a quite riveting conversation for me, a lot of realizations in there and something that is part of our ongoing desire for inner freedom and for invincibility. A beautiful word, invincibility. Let that be the watchword for us from today going forward. So until the next time, you've been listening to myself, Ahanu, and to Angel Rose. We hope you enjoyed that session with Angel Rose and myself on a little road trip. It's very likely we might bring our recorder with us every time we travel in the car. Until next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.